when I see the question, I have to like think about it. It's like when you're a kid and like you have to think about left is the L and right is yes. the one that doesn't make an L. It's like you have to, like once you think about it, you get it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lusting Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson, and joining me again from the Big Easy is Laura. How you doing, Laura? Great. Awesome. This week has been very eventful for oh. Bruce fans. Yes, it is. So uh, uh, you just told me before we got recorded, you're uh, heading up to the big Broadway, huh? Yep, July 17th. That's good. Now, did you see it on the original run? On Netflix, but Netflix, not, not in, person. in person. Oh, it's going to be so great. You're going to just love it. You know, mm-hmm. and, and uh, he called into E Street Radio yesterday and talked a little bit about he's not changing much, you know, maybe just a little bit of tightening. So it's going to be a great show. And I just I, I'm so thrilled for you. You're going to get that experience. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my first time seeing Bruce. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Yeah. So how's everything else going? How's the school going well? Or what's your summer plans? So I am currently taking a summer class, microeconomics. Ugh, okay. Uh, it's easy when I think about it. It's like one of those things where like I have to think about it like like a lot like if I'm taking a test I have to when I see the question I have to like think about it it's like when you're a kid and like you have to think about left is the L and right is yes one that doesn't make an L it's like you have to like once you think about it you get it yeah um I remember taking um I can't remember if it was macro or microeconomics probably both um under um Dr. Foshi and uh, what was hilarious is um, my wife, um, we were dating at the time, but she was taking him like during a day class and I was taking him during a night class. And he told her afterwards that he said, I didn't know you guys were dating, but I knew if you guys were in the same class, you would have been cheating because your test had the same examples, the same. <laughs> and Lynn was like, yeah, we studied together. And so we came up. So, well, good. Well, good luck. That's that's uh, that's a nice class to take for the summer. You know, that way you're not overly whelmed. And, you know, and it is a lot of theory and a lot of things to talk about. So good. Good mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you reached out to you and said you wanted to do the songs of your life. Yes, I do. And I prepared... I prepared, so. Very good. All right. So in case anyone has not um, um, listened to one of these episodes before, um, to give credit to uh, the sports station, 
that I listened to here in Dallas once we went into lockdown last year. Um, they used to do a show called an episode every week, Biggest Band Coming to Town. And so they would discuss all the live acts coming to Texas, uh, to the Dallas area. Well, since no one was touring, they decided to do bands of your life, which would they would have 11 questions and they would have different guests join them and you would pick a band to answer each question. And so I really liked that. But my son, Chris, and I were talking. He said, you should twist that a little bit to make it more Bruce-centric. So what we've done is there are 11 questions. And um, you, the, the game is you pick a Bruce Springsteen song, um, but you can only use one song once. So, uh, and many times um, we could pick, you know, Thunder Road as three or four answers to the song or, you know, some one of your other favorite songs. So that's the fun. So um, before we get started, did you, how much work did you have to do, Dora? Did you, did you rethink things? Did you pick around or was this something fairly easy for you to figure out? It was kind of hard. Like there were some where I was like, I had to rearrange in order to use one each song once like I had to like put like one song in one category and then switch it to another category right or I felt like I didn't want to use a song that's too basic or I didn't want to use a song that I talked about a lot but then I was like the ones that I talk about a lot are probably the ones that would fit the most so I decided to use some of those good for you that sounds that sounds similar to my process you know because I was like okay um you know, you you think about it, and so good. Well, I'm, I'm looking. All right, so we're going to start out with the negative. Mm -hmm. The first question is song you hate, or to be less soft, song you don't get. Uh, I said okay. So I said the Wayfarer. Okay. So maybe that's because I heard the film. Like I like the film version a lot, but the okay. album version, no, it just sounds like dull it sounds like i don't know I, it just seems like the film version makes it seem like worse okay like, like the album makes the album version seem worse it just seems like the intro seems like dull and then there are parts where i'm like is bruce out of tune ah but, interesting okay Good. Well, like it sounds like some sort of dissonant. Yeah, and you know it's kind of nice too, right? You you're you're kind of having your both. Like, oh, on the film live version, I really like the with the band, but just the studio version leaves you a little cold. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, let's move on to the next. Not quite as negative, but song that you think is overrated. Uh, I said "Hungry Heart." Ah, okay. His kind of first big hit. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Annie, uh, go ahead. Tell me a little I, bit why that. It's like when I first heard it, it didn't really sound like Bruce. Like I could mm -hmm. hear Bruce in it, but it just didn't really sound like Bruce. I just feel like he's he has a lot more, a lot better songs. Mm -hmm. And it's considered a hit, like the non-Bruce fans and then the the zealous Bruce fans like both like it and I'm yeah. just like 
it's just not one that I listen to a lot and his voice sounds different and the lyrics aren't that deep. Okay. I like that. All right. Good, good answer. All right. So let's flip the coin. What is a song you think is underappreciated? I said hitchhiking. Ah, okay. I think it's a good opener to Western Mm -hmm. stars. I've, the only time I've ever heard it on E Street Radio was when my dad requested it for me on my birthday. Okay. For Because that was my favorite song off the Western Stars album. I'm pretty sure it is. And I just never hear it talked about in like Springsteen conversations. Uh, and I, I feel like it should. I don't think it does get that. And it is a really good way to start the album and even the film i you know i just think that really kicks off the band well so that's a good choice all right song that you love uh this one i tried to be less basic for i said the iceman oh very obscure yeah Mm -hmm. it just it like uses lyrics that are similar to badlands right and it just seemed and like the slow the slower version it's like slowed down and it feels vulnerable mm-hmm. so that's why i like it it's one of my favorite songs off of tracks yeah and i know you know that time um you know i'm i'm drawing a blank on where it was right i think it was charlotte right where he opened with it and just the the internet went crazy you know like what i can't believe because it's so rare that he plays that so that's pretty cool all right song you can listen to over and over again this one was a hard one to pick but i chose lost in the flood oh okay i i like the i like the like orchestration and uh, the lyrics and the storytelling sure. and it's catchy mm-hmm. you're going pretty deep i i'm very impressed laura i mean you're uh going deep into his catalog very nice um mm-hmm. I, I i think lost in the flood is a great uh choice all right song that made you fall in love with bruce born in the usa okay. i mean you probably i've told this story before but I asked my dad what kind of music he liked and I and he said Bruce Springsteen and E Street Band and I wanted to listen to it and then picking my brother up from school he played Born in the USA because that was an album he had on him and I was like this is so cool with the intro and the lyrics even though I didn't really know like the profound meaning of the lyrics i just thought cool rock and daddy born in the usa i was born in the usa and then the intro well and you've talked about that in the earlier episode and by the way um this is uh the third time laura's joined us she uh a solo one she was on her friendship uh episode uh where her and her um good friend uh, joined us and so this one so yeah you've you've shared that story of just hearing that and loving that line cool rocket daddy so that's that's mm-hmm. i'm not surprised about that that's a good choice all right um song that changed your life i picked thunder road okay and uh it helped me th- with uh with my 
Hardest Times. If you listen to that one lyric by Ted Canova, I did a whole episode devoted to It's a Town Full of Losers. Right. And it makes, and it made me feel like no one is above me. I'm not above anyone. Who am I trying to impress? Why am I trying so hard to impress people? And like when I was going through these hard times, I just like put on my headphones and listened to Thunder Road. And like, it was so captivating. So I wanted to tell you, I, 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 that's a, I'm going to take a break for a minute. Talk to me about recording with Ted. Isn't he just wonderful? Mm-hmm, I liked it. I mean, I was nervous a bit, but it got better. And it was kind of harder to record because I had a noise machine going on and I had to use <laughs> like hold my phone and I, sometimes my hand trembles and I like had to hold it up like this. Yes, so that made um, me nervous. He he records a little bit different than like you and I, like mm-hmm. I do the Zoom. So, but he does it, you know, where he you record it off your phone and then you transfer the, um, which makes for a good sound. But it is a little awkward. I had the same problem when I was doing mine. Is you know you start you start because I move my hands like when I talk. So I'm doing this and like no 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 Jesse up up. So yeah, I, that's I'm glad you mentioned that. So that's great. Um, mm-hmm. I love the episode. And and by the way, if you guys uh, listeners, if you are not going to Ted's uh, that one lyric, you're missing out. It's a, it's a wonderful podcast uh, that comes out weekly, and it is all about Bruce Springsteen and picking one lyric. Uh, so a lot of fun. All right, let's move on. Song that surprised you. Uh, Reno. Ah, okay. Maybe because I was a little bit younger listening to it, but just the lyrics shocked me and they were just like, so like, you could like, it's kind of sexual-ish. Yes, it's very sexual. Yeah, that's why it surprised me. Right, yes. (laughs) I was like, what, the first time I listened to it, I was like, dang, I didn't know Bruce would do that or go into that much detail. Yeah. Well, you know, in the story, right, like um, they were, Starbucks was going to have Devils and Dust, but then because of that song, they felt like they couldn't. Um, and, you know, it is a very mature song. And it is, um, I mean, it's a good song. It's a strong song about loneliness and, and trying to find each other. But uh, yeah, it is pretty explicit. <laughs> so. Yeah, that surprise. Like I was listening to the album like sophomore freshman year of high school. And I remember that one, that song. I was like, whoa, that surprised me. And I don't know. It's not that like I'm that I'm like this little kid that's like grossed out by everything. Right. But just it was just different. And I like didn't know Bruce would ever or could ever go into that much explicit detail. And it is kind of funny, right? Hey, Dad, what does he mean, right? Like, you know, if you're a younger Springsteen fan, like, uh, hey, Dad, what's this? Oh, let's skip this song. Yes, let's, we, we don't want to have this talk now. So absolutely mm-hmm. excellent choice. All right, song that is a guilty pleasure. I chose I'm on Fire. Oh, okay. So if... If you like talk or discuss Born in the USA with me, I'd say I'm on Fire is my least favorite song on the album. It Why was it picked as a single? Yeah. And then I'd be like, 
the lyrics are kind of weird-ish. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of people would interpret it as creepy who aren't really in the fandom or know Bruce as much. But so you'd like see me publicly, like not for I'm on fire or like not showing that much approval or love for it. But it's been growing on me, honestly. And do you know what the dance called flossing is? No, I don't. Please share. I don't know if I can do it sitting down. It's like, okay. Okay. Got it. And like the beat is just like, I was like listening to it and it's like such a good, like, thing to like it's like easy to floss too okay so like in like in public or like talking having discussions you will not see me saying positive stuff about i'm on fire but like in private Mm -hmm. i listen to it and like i go like i listen to it and i enjoy it so like i kind of have some sort of elitist bruce thing when talking elitist thing in public about I'm on fire why is it a single it's basic but then I listen to it a lot now so so I have a theory uh, and I've talked about this on the podcast that um, if you were on if you were at some uh, restaurant or pub or you know bar and they have someone who's um you know, a guy singing with a guitar, right? He's just there playing background music. And if you tip him and like, oh, can you do Springsteen? 50 per chance, you know, there's there's five out of 10, at least 50% chance he will do I'm on fire. Like that is, and I think it's because it's a hit. It's a pretty basic song and you will get it, you know, it, it's rare when you get something else and, and uh, every once in a while, I'll be surprised where, um, you know, someone will do uh, tougher than the rest. Or uh, one time I was surprised when I was in New Orleans, right. I asked and she did, Oh, well, Atlantic city is one of my favorite songs. And I was like, Oh, wow. That's, that's kind of cool. But most time you'll get, I'm on fire, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's, that's a good choice. Um, so you have, we've talked about you haven't seen Bruce perform live yet in in, it, you know, and you're going to get to this summer. And I, I really would love to have you back on the show to share your experience, to talk about the trip and you with your dad and everything, but song you wish you had seen live. Uh, I did. I interpreted, decided to interpret it as like a song that has been released, like, after the river tour okay that would be good to see live so i picked ghosts oh good yeah with the i'm alive part i think that would be fun to see live and a lot of people seem to like in the fandom seem to like ghosts yeah yeah you almost want to um you know, the answer is all of them, right? Like, like mm-hmm. everything on Western Stars, everything on Letter to You, right? Like, since we haven't had a chance to see them live yet, I could do that. But I really agree. Ghost is just a great song. And so I am really looking forward to him, you know, when he tours again, because uh, he talked about it, right? He, he mentioned when he called East mm-hmm. Street Radio that he and the band are talking about 2022. So that's good. 
so uh the last song is great song to see live so based on you know the videos you've watched and everything what what are you what's your pick for this one out in the street ah great great i think it's better to i i like the live versions better about in the street and i hear like on east street radio live versions and i'm like that would be so much fun like the uh 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 well and what i love during the river tour is and and he didn't always do this but he'd go uh out in the street susie and then Susie would sing out in the street and out in the street kneels. You know, if you listen to him when they're doing it, oh, you know, the things, he will say their name and then they will sing it. And I just think that's such a fun thing because you normally Bruce is the lead singer, you know, and he they have background vocals, but he doesn't. It's very rare. The other band members gets to sing. So, yeah, I love out in the street. It's one of my favorite songs. I think that's a great choice. And it also talks about like looking forward for the weekend and and it's like the getting past the work and having fun. Yeah, uh, I, I, I've told the story multiple times, Laura, but my son says that um, that is one of his favorite songs. And he said that, you know, there's a line and on Monday when the foreman calls time, I've already got Friday on my mind. And Chris said that. He says, I don't care if you're a CEO of a company or the lowest, you know, guy working in the stock room, you know, stocking shelves on Monday morning, everyone is thinking about Friday night. And mm-hmm. so I think that's just a great choice and a great lyric. That's mm-hmm. good. So uh, these great choices. I, I love Thank this. You. This is good. Just really diverse and really things. Is there any songs you wish you could have found a way to put in there? Were there favorites that you've thought about and just didn't make your cut? Hmm. I wanted to put Atlantic City or Meeting Across the River somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Those are both great choices. Mm-hmm. So what are you most excited about on seeing on Broadway? Hmm. Just seeing Bruce in general. I, don't, I haven't really yeah. thought about it beyond I'm going to see Bruce. I'm going to see Bruce perform. Now, are you planning to try to get there early or stay afterwards and uh, shake his hand? Or is it enough just going to the show? It's enough just going to the show. I mean, I can try. I didn't think that he would be doing that because of COVID. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. He may not be. Yeah. Do you think he will? I don't know. Now that I think about it, he may not. He may not have that, you know, meet and greet that he was, you know, because people would line up and go. When I went, I thought the same thing. I was like, it's enough for me. I'm not going to get there several hours early. I'm just going to go. And, um, you know, I just was enough to see the show. So that's just so exciting. Uh, Are you guys doing anything else when you're in New York or just flying in, going to the show and flying out? We're arriving, the show's on a Saturday, and we're arriving on this Saturday, so I, okay. and then we're leaving on Sunday, okay. so probably not. That's how I did it, too. Um, I hope, uh, you know, um, I don't know if there's time, but I know that uh, um, Donna would love to meet you in person, uh, so uh, I was lucky enough, Bella Pori, 
met me for dinner beforehand. There's a there was a, a during the Walter Kerr, there was a restaurant right across the street, and she met me there, and we got to eat dinner together, which made it kind of special that I got to meet one of my online you know friends. So uh, you and your dad are going to have such a great time, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to have you back on and you tell the experience. Mm-hmm. Good, thank you. So, any other final thoughts you want to share? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, uh, Laura, as always, I appreciate your fandom. I, I, I appreciate your passion. And, uh, you know, um, you, you adore Bruce and his music. And your, your answers are always well thought out. And it's always interesting to talk to you. And I hope that the summer goes well. Um, I hope you get to do a couple other things fun besides uh, going to New York, uh, you know, but for now, uh, just take care and be good. And I appreciate you. Thank you. And listeners. Yeah. Listeners, you be safe. Remember to get vaccinated, wear a mask, remember to wash your hands. Let's social distance and let's all get through this together uh, because we're all looking for 2022 and we can tour. For now, take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.